Primary Weapon Systems, or PWS, is a state-of-the-art machine shop in Boise, Idaho. PWS makes almost all their rifle components in-house, and the parts they don't make, they acquire from the highest quality manufacturers in the United States. The Mod 2 Series rifles from PWS are some of the most feature-rich ARs on the market. One of those features is the Mod 2 Enhanced Buffer Tube which has a ratchet lock design that eliminates the need for staking while providing a solid lockup with the ability to remove it easily in the future. Go take a look at PrimaryWeapons.com. Primary Weapon Systems. Because it's time. Rob, what is the XDE and, and why does it exist? Well, there are a lot of people that uh, aren't... It's, it's the guy that doesn't want a 1911 single stack cocked and locked or to be stuck with just the, the features of that gun or the limitations, or doesn't necessarily love the striker-fired guns like XDS or XDEs, or sorry, or XDSs or uh, XDMs or things like that. You know, so there, there's those guns all have single single mode triggers where it always feels the same every time. But but 1911 uses a safety and the trigger weight on an XD wine gun is a little bit heavier and has external safeties as far as grip safety, but not a manual safety. Well, the XDE is for the guy that wants and likes that long double action pull as an issue of peace of mind or you double or, guys too. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and I get it. Guys. See, yeah. The revolver guys are the guys that they're going to love this thing because while the double action is by nature, a much heavier, longer trigger pull, that's what some people want it for. Uh, well, the thing I like the most about the XDE actually is once it's in single action mode, and you can be cocked and locked if you want because the safety works that way. Uh, the single action on the XDE is actually pretty good, uh, even compared to like it's probably better uh, in single action mode. It probably pulls better than our other polymer guns, not maybe 1911 snob level, but you know what I mean. It's it's still a different animal, and I really like the way it's shot. In single action, in double action, I can manage it and shoot it well. I don't guns a gun, and I know how to work that trigger. Uh, personally, I'm fine with safeties and strike fired guns, but there's somebody out there that this is what they want. So we're just trying to make sure that everybody gets what they need. Why a hammer when everybody else is making new strike fired handguns? I don't know. It's it's you're you're. You're back to the way the mechanism works. Because you can see the hammer, you can feel the hammer, you see its condition. You know, the thing that people have always hated about 1911s is when it's cocked and locked. I guess it's threatening to somebody. For me, I love being able to look at it and say, okay, that I know the condition that gun's in right now. I love that about it, and I'm not offended by it cocked and locked. But some people don't like it. So you can lower the hammer on the DASA guns. So an XDEs allow allows you to go into trigger cocking mode, which puts the hammer down. But you can still see it and you can still feel it. You know its condition. So it's it's a peace of mind and 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 basically you like red or blue better. So so the guy that doesn't want a striker fired gun, uh, here's here's the option for you to have a multi mode fire system. Uh, that gives you your peace of mind. It's give you what you want. So it's. I'm not that's, trying to say it's exactly better. It. It's it's giving you yeah. what you want. It's not a. That's the way I see it. You know, I don't think the gun is going to be like for me. It's just not really my thing. But that doesn't mean I don't like it. And I didn't like. I, I enjoyed right. shooting it. I thought it was very soft shooting, and it had a few other good characteristics that I liked a lot about it. I think I think your double single guys are going to really like having a single stack, double single, and that's you know in nine millimeter. And uh, right. that's 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 not out there. So that, I could see it also being a replacement for uh, 
the guys who really like the say the 938s and those kind of size guns. Right. You know, it's uh, it's well, softer shooting to me than the shield. It was softer shooting to me than uh, than the 43 for sure. But it's um, you know, it's there's a there's a group of people out there who are going to really dig this gun. All right. That's what it's for. It's for somebody that is just never going to be happy with with cocked and locked, with being forced to have either cocked and locked or striker fire. You know, it's it's funny. Kippy, my wife, uh, after shooting the gun, we went and shot it before because I had a sample. Then we shot it in the class. She said, well, you know, I'm probably going to replace my – her carry gun is a 3.8 XDM. And she said, you know, I'm probably going to re- replace my purse gun with one of those. And I said, why? You know, you don't have any problem with that. She says, yeah. I can't explain it. It's just a feeling that I just feel more, I don't know if it's safety or if it's, it's just knowing that it takes such a deliberate trigger pull to fire the gun. Uh, I don't worry about throwing that gun, you know, in my purse with the hammer down. It's, it's a, it's, it's a comfort level and a peace of mind. And, and hell, I mean, there's one of the best shooters I know saying she's going to yeah, switch to it for everyday carry. And for me, don't know that I would replace my beloved XDSs, uh, but then I'm a creature of habit, and I didn't like those at first either. And after I shot them a while, I got to like them because, you know, initially I'm like, well, if it's not a 1911, I don't want one. And then I learned to like some of the Strider fire guns. So when we have this discussion again in a couple of years, I probably am going to like it more than I do now. Um, but that's because I'm old and set in my ways. And, then we'll have the XD Mod 2 with double grip zone. <laughs> that's right. We're going to work on on slide zone and grip zone and muzzle <laughs> zone and every we're gonna have every damn zone on there pretty soon <laughs> <laughs> in the 1911 world there's nighthawk custom and then there's everyone else nighthawk custom makes the highest in quality 1911 under the motto one gun one gunsmith each 1911 is handmade with each part fitted by one gunsmith from start to finish nighthawk custom is giving away one of their custom 1911s every 90 days this year all you need to do to register is visit www.nighthawkcustom.com forward slash gunfightercast and sign up. I really had a good time out at the Springfield event, and I appreciate Springfield inviting me out there um, because it, it was I, – I, I've been to a, a number of the media events now, and it was definitely the funnest one I've been to. You know, I, I wouldn't say we did like realistic stages of fire or anything like that, but – you know, let's face it, most people that are writing that are going out to these events are really not shooters in a lot of cases. Right. That's just the way it is. And so they, they were really set, set up for everybody. Um, right. but it was, it was perfect. It was enough time to go do something at your own pace, no matter what pace that was and have fun. And then you had about a five to 10 minute lull between your next one where you can network and talk to your new buddies and everything else. And then you did something else cool and, and so on all day long. And they had some cool giveaways and they had a competition that nobody knows who won. I, th- I heard, <laughs> I heard that Rob's money was on me, but, uh, well, absolutely. My money was either on you or Grant because. You know, Grant won the rifle one at the last one, and darn near beat me. And you beat me. Or I wait a minute. Let me restate that. No, you told me. I've been told. <laughs> no, I've been told that you had beat me in something else previously, but my senility doesn't allow me to recall that. <laughs> is that like? Is that a good out on that one? Yeah. That, that so, uh, so yeah. Of course, I was expecting you to kick everybody's butt. No, it was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed it. I I told uh, Denny that and everything is just um, – I, I wish a lot of folks would take notes. But, you know, while I got you here though, uh, I will say something on, on that, those media events. I was – I would like to see – you know, I, I do a defensive handgun class and it's 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 
probably the same kind of stuff that you're doing, except just a little bit defensive context, pretty much where everything is. And we right. talk about that. Right. So if, if a company like Springfield is introducing a defensive handgun, then, and there's so many people who don't understand how to properly evaluate defensive handguns for the defensive handgun owner market, I would love to have them have that event and come out and like take my two day handgun class or take your, take two days with your, your handgun class or somebody's class and, and where they're actually working from concealment and working in some not so great shooting positions. So they begin to understand how these guns may be applied so they can write for that audience more and be better educated and learn more about the gun. Well, and it'd be great to do that too. I mean, I, I'm all for that. And every time we start organizing one of these, I always start pushing it towards the enthusiast level uh, and push it harder and harder and harder. But a lot of, of, a lot of the market, especially I feel for the XDE, is going to be somebody that it's a, at a lesser experience level or maybe a lower skill level. So we want to keep, you know, a lot of we we want to make sure attendees and everybody nobody's pushed beyond their level of comfort. And 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 I agree, it'd be awesome to run people through a class as an event like that. Maybe that's something we could do. I think that's something you might want to like. Talk to them. let's talk to people at Springfield Arm and say, hey, let's go do a class and live everybody shoot those things for one of your well, classes. I, I, I would I wouldn't mind them doing my class, but I would selfishly want to take somebody else's class. Well, and I I'd rather I get it. I'd rather be learning than teaching on most days anyway. Right. Well, I'm the same boat as you. That's why I try to spend so much time while I'm teaching and learning because it just makes the time go by so fast. I love watching people. I, I love to watch people figure things out. And I love the feeling. That's my of, favorite. Of, I love the yeah. That's the best thing ever. I like it when we break for lunch and they're like, "I have never shot this good in my entire life." <laughs> yeah, how did that happen? We just started. We've been doing this for three hours, and <laughs> like I, I just figured out the things that I'd been trying to figure out. And it's amazing. Well, a lot of people. A lot of people. When they when they conduct training events, don't teach anybody anything. And I, I get the feeling you're probably into helping someone learn how to improve and or teach them how to do something as opposed to uh, running a clock, you know, because that's not it. Okay, you know, this is supposed there. to be on the XDE, but that <laughs> I, how did we? <laughs> I have been taking a lot of classes this year from big oh, really? and local people, and I find that the big names don't do this, but. Almost everywhere across this country, what passes for a firearms training class is, all right, guys, here's a drill we're going to do. Right, I'm going to demo it. Now go do this drill. Okay, cool. That was that drill. Good job. Let's go stuff magazines. You guys do that more. You'll get better at it. It's, right. It's, exactly. It's supervised range time is what yeah. most of these classes are across the country. And I've got an episode coming up from an email I got. This guy wrote me a dissertation about his his life of training, and it was some really good points he made in there. And I'm going to read it on an episode of Gunfighter Cast and talk about it because I am finding the exact same thing that he's on. And and it's not that these people are are being lazy, and it's not that they don't they don't want to give them their money's worth when they come to the class. It's just it's just it's the common thing. It's it's what it's what's expect. It's what they they feel is the right thing to do because they haven't seen. Uh, good training. And I used to tell my instructors when I worked for companies that I had instructors under me, every student is going to think your class is amazing because, but that's not what makes your class amazing. That is not the, that is not what you measure your class against because their expectations are, they don't even have any expectations. They don't even know. It's too low. They don't know. It's too low. They they don't, they don't expect anything anymore. It's it's like, Hey, we did some great drills. That was awesome. They don't know what's good. 
No, <laughs> that's right. They 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 haven't been taught anything, and that's that's where I how I make the definition between teaching and training. It says if someone comes out and takes a training class, and all we do is shoot drills, it says what you really did is come and practice with me. Right, I didn't teach anything. You you picked you. Right, you might have picked things up, but we just kind of shot together that day. That's not. That's that's that doesn't interest me. I get bored with that. I go practice all the time. I actually love to teach people things, and sometimes that's uh, that's an eye-opening experience for the student. <laughs> you know, that's that's really why I do it. It's not because I get to fly around on my rock star jet and make tons of money. Because that's not the case. The reason <laughs> yeah. the reason I do it, I'm sure it'll happen tomorrow, where a couple of people will just be like, "Wow." That right there, that one little thing, that was worth everything that I paid for this right here. And and these people are, are giving up weeks worth of pay to come hang out for two right. days. And and they're giving up two whole days, a Saturday and a Sunday, a weekend, you know, when the weather's finally starting to get nice. You know, it's a huge sacrifice on their part. I, I cannot just make them do drills. Like I they they gotta get some, and their money's worth isn't a round count. It's not, hey guys, we're gonna get through more rounds. We got we, we we who cares how much brass is on the yeah. ground. It's how how much were you educated? How much got into your mind and in your body that day? And, and did you develop more? And you're not going to get good because you hang out with me or Rob for a couple of days. Nope. No, that's not going to help. It's That's not what does it. It's, it's, well, it, it's so funny that you and I are so uh, on board with the exact same concepts because in a class, it's, it's, all the students don't even shoot the same amount of rounds because I'll get somebody – and uh, so, okay, I'm going to work with him on a thing. Y'all need to listen because I don't have the time today to do this with every one of you. But each one of you are going to know what I'm talking about after this little segment's done. And you may not shoot around. I got to shoot 200 rounds while you're doing it. But I guarantee you, you will be enthralled and you will be focused and watching what we're doing and go, well, wait a minute. I don't understand that. So get over here and you show him how to do it. And then I make the students teach each other and I watch them do it. And when you can tell somebody how to do something, it's different than when you can show somebody how to do something. And when you get a guy to do something, it's the same thing I think you just explained. And that light bulb comes on and the guy's like, I have never been able to do that before. I don't really know why I'm doing it. I said, you know what? The rest of our day here is to define and make you understand what you just did to make that happen. So when you go practice next time. You can replicate it. You can, you can replicate it. And that's the hard part of training. It isn't running them through drills and saying like, yeah, you keep doing that and you'll be really good, buddy. It's almost like you're a movie guy, so you're going to get it. Uh, uh, Chubbs Peterson in Happy Gilmore. Yeah. Did you, you see, remember the movie? It was Carl Weathers and he was coaching the guy oh, yeah. or coaching the girl. She's swinging away and it's horrible. And he's sitting there reading a magazine. He goes like, oh, yeah, that's really good. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> great. And not saying a thing. So sometimes I think there's a lot of a lot of that crap. But the, also a lot of the instructors don't really understand the information well enough to teach it. So, you know, they're doing the best they can. And that's why not everybody's sane, I guess. Not mean to pick on people, but right, and yeah, I, I don't do it because I, I don't I don't try to beat my chest or anything. Because man, I I I I'm new, you know. I I've been out here since I'm teaching outside of the military for four years now, and I I haven't yeah. got it all figured out. I learn stuff all the time. When I go back and edit this podcast, I'm gonna probably take some notes on some things that I'm stealing from you. You know, it's like I I, I learn new stuff all the time. I and a few other people that I know that are are doing this at a high level, they all try to help other instructors. 
And well, why wouldn't she? It's, it's, well, there's a lot of competition it, at the lower levels down in the in the cities and the states and the counties, and they hate each other and they're cutthroat and they're talking crap about each other. And I don't get any of that. It doesn't make any sense to me at all. If you're not doing it for the student, the person who may have to use these skills to save their life or to play the game that they play for fun, uh, shooting competition or whatever, if you're not doing it for them, then you need to get out of the business. Well, the moment you quit learning is the time you should quit because you're either not trying anymore because there's always something to learn. There's always an improvement to make. There's always something you can do to be better and you can further your knowledge base. As soon as that – that's when I'm going to quit. Everybody keeps saying like, Rob, you've been doing this since you were 17 years old and I've been shooting nationally since 1981. And when are you going to quit? So, I don't know. I don't like it, I guess. I don't know. I never really thought about it from that standpoint. So I just learned something yesterday again. So every time I think, you know, I know it all, all I realize is I don't know shit. You know, I played golf. I played soccer at high wait, school. Wait, don't, 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 don't say, don't, wait a minute. You can't say that in this, in this group. You're going to tell, you're going to tell the people listening to this cast right now that you play golf. I, I haven't played in a while. I enjoy golf. You know what? Okay. I like golf. Yeah, don't try to get out. Don't try to get you know out. Of like it. You're golf. a golfer. Because you're a golfer. <laughs> you're because a golfer. Bill Murray. I can hustle my way through any sport out there, and I won't be the best. I probably won't even – I might be average or maybe some sports slightly above average. But that's only because of my level of hustle. You can't right. hustle your way through golf. <laughs> There's no way. <laughs> you can't really – and that's why I enjoy it. You can't really hustle your way through shooting. But golf and shooting uh-huh. are, are so different, even though some of the fundamentals align. They're so different. You know, I went and paid a golf pro after playing golf for a year, and mm-hmm. I sucked a heck of a lot less. I still sucked, right. but a lot less. And I, I kicked my, and I had to fix so many problems. I wish I went to him the very before I even swung a club. I wish I went to that golf pro. And when you, yeah, and money, uh, yeah. And when you go to a good firearms trainer and you learn how to do it right from the very beginning, and you learn how to practice correctly from the very beginning, you could save so much time and money and frustration and all those things. But the thing that keeps me in this industry, in this business, it keeps me teaching that I love the most. And you mentioned it earlier and I kind of did, but I have never found a sport. Even though I've coached volleyball, I've coached some other stuff. I have never found a sport where I could take someone who has never even done that ever in their entire life and get them doing it, not just okay, but pretty well, very, very right. quickly. We're talking in sometimes a matter of minutes. I can take a person who has never fired a gun and shooting good groups, talking them through it and hitting that trigger quickly and shooting fairly quickly with a really good group very, very quickly. Now, they may not be able to do it an hour from then unless I'm there talking them through it again. Right. But but I can get them doing this at a high level very, very quickly. And I've never encountered anything like that before. And that light bulb that comes on, that smile, that excitement that they get uh, when they've been shooting for a while and they, they something just clicks with them. That is the most rewarding thing there is to me. I know. I, I get it. And, and in your defense, I'm going to defend you now, is I spent a fortune and amount of time golfing because I live in Phoenix, Arizona area, which during the winter, you know, is the best is golfing haven. And I can tell you that when I quit, it's because I recognize that nothing ever made me want to go shooting as much as golfing. Because <laughs> you're good at it. <laughs> <laughs> I was so bad at golf. I'm such a bad golfer that every time I went golf and I couldn't wait to go shooting. So nothing ever motivated me to be a better shooter than how bad a golfer I was. We need to have a Springfield golf (laughs) tournament. Let's do that. We used to do that. There used to be, Springfield used to have a company tournament every year. 
they did. And uh, the owners were uh, were big golf fanatics. And uh, yeah, we I've, I've hit a lot of things. I got on at the, I got on at the, uh, I can't remember the name of the place now. I'm going to be embarrassed. The guy will hear this. Uh, where uh, Sergio had a house, and a lot of people had a house there in uh, Florida, outside of Orlando. And uh, I can tell you, I hit Sergio's house with a golf ball. Nice. Yeah, I wasn't trying to uh, understand I, that, right? My, oh, I it was it. not it's not on tension. He wasn't there, thank God. But uh, yeah, I did. I hit his house with a ball. I'm pretty strong seven irons and in. Uh, at least I used to be. Um, I don't even drive. I used to play best ball tournament. I've played around the world. I've played uh, Commander's Cup in Thailand. I've played in a tournament in Okinawa. Just like, hey, we need two Marines to go play a golf tournament. Who plays golf? So that's how I got to go do it. But the uh, Thailand was awesome because we got a caddy, and it was amazing. I'd never had a caddy before. And I would hit a ball in the water, and I would look over, and she'd be like running down to the water, pulling her pants up, <laughs> jumping in the water to get my golf ball. I'm like, no, 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 no. I do not ever chase my balls because yeah. they're never going to be on the fairway if I'm driving. So right. don't even worry about it. They're gone. It's gone. It's it's like ammunition. You don't go pick up bullets. Yeah. Well, Rob, thank you. Yeah. Uh, and thanks for spending all the time with me on the last few episodes of Gunfighter Cast and uh, and this little talk that we've had here that was on the XEE, but it turned into something else. I'm about to break this <laughs> into two parts somehow. I'll figure it out. But uh, I really appreciate it, and I uh, hope you have a good one. All right, man. Thanks, bro. All right, we'll see you uh, in a few days at NRA. Yeah, I'll see you in a couple days. All right, Gunfighter Cast, out.